everyone who's seen him in person so far has been super impressed by Miami Hurricanes early enrollee quarterback Emery Williams. So I thought, why not get an actual quarterback on to break it down? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and free on YouTube. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Uh, so the practices I've been to, super encouraged by what I'm seeing from Emory Williams. Now, hopefully we won't actually see Emory have significant game time for a year or two. But in practice, his legs look big. He looks very accurate and he looks very engaged. Uh, but I wanted to bring on former Miami Hurricanes quarterback who was out at practice on Saturday, the opening spring practice. And Malik Rozier, who joins us, um, I hope I'm not speaking for you on this one. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it seemed like based on what you were tweeting after Saturday, you were also impressed with Emory Williams, the early enrollee freshman. Is that right? Yeah, I was super, super impressed with him. Um, for the people that, you know, have, have, have been following me, I run QB Country Florida. The head guy, David Morris, runs QB Country Mobile. Um, that was actually my original trainer. Um, you know, David has put in – uh, let's say two first round draft picks in the last two years. Um, and next year, I don't think he'll have one this year, but next year he'll have another one. So when it comes to, you know, fundamentals, IQ, you know, finding someone that loves a football game, you're not going to find someone further than Emory just because I know, you know, what David Morris has instilled in him. Um, and you see it coming out, you know, you see his fundamentals, you see his accuracy. Um, and when you talk to the guy, you get to, you know, get, get a feeling that, you know, the guy loves football, the guy just wants to, you know, contribute any way that he can. So, I mean, I just love, you know, the mentality and obviously, you know, his physical abilities um, come to life as, you know, he's, he's a really good quarterback. Yeah, you know, you tweeted something, Malik, and Malik Rozier is with us, that, you know, when you first got down to Miami, when you uh, arrived on the team, that, you know, your your first couple months in South Florida, you were probably pretty interested in, you know, going out, hanging out, drinking and all that. Whereas uh, Emery Williams, uh, I don't even know if this guy has been out to South Beach yet. I think he's completely focused on just the football stuff. Yeah, no, he definitely is. And, and for the fans, I'll just kind of give you guys, you know, a backstory. So um, Emery reached out to me a couple weeks ago, sent me their spring schedule, and then asked me saying, hey, this is, you know, my spring break. <clears throat> During my spring break, I'll be in Miami. Can you come down and train me? Wow. Um, you know, to me, that's just – that's so many levels beyond. Because I remember when I was 18, like, I was going to want to be, you know, be on South Beach. I was going to want, you know, hit hit all the bars with everyone else. And this kid just wants, you know, get better. He wants to train. He wants, you know, take the week when everyone's kind of, you know, taking it easy and say, hey, how can I get better? How can I, you know, gain ground on my competition? And so, you know, that to me speaks volumes because you have someone that, you know, understands why he's at Miami. Yes, like, you know, the city's fun. There's a lot of fun things that you can do. But – you know, for me, I feel like Emory understands that I have to earn the right, you know, to go out there and have fun and that, you know, I can't just have fun and expect, you know, my performance to, you know, be where it was. So um, I'm super excited about him. And I'll say that at least from a maturity standpoint, I mean, we have someone that um, obviously, like you said, I don't want him to play. But when it comes to someone, you know, that's going to be locked in, that's going to care, that's not going to do, you know, immature things off the field. I think we have a guy that like that's something that we will, will never have to worry about. 
your, your impressions of him on the field, you know, I've watched him as much as I can. You know, the the media gets limited viewing periods, so we watch individual drills. Um, he, he's, he can spin it, and he looks very accurate. When they throw at those net targets, uh, Emery always looks very accurate. You know, I, I talked about this on the show, Malik, on Saturday, right after I went out to that first practice, that when I first walked out to the field, Emery, wearing the number 17, was one of the first players I saw, and I hadn't looked down at my roster yet, and I'm like, oh, who's that tight end wearing 17? Like, he's very, very big. I mean, he's not quite as tall as Jakari, but he's got those tree trunk legs, and he's he's built a little bit different. So what what are your impressions of his actual quarterbacking abilities so far? Yeah, um, super accurate. You know, I think that he's going to take the weight room very seriously, which I'm I'm excited for because – you know, with Emory, to me, I think he has a, a, a lot more power, especially with a good, you know, nutrition program and a good weight staff that he can add, you know, another 10, 15 pounds of muscle with his size and, you know, uh, possibly gain another, you know, 10, 15 yards of distance. Um, so I think Emory has a lot of upsides. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, you're seeing him now, but, you know, even for me, I still see, if you look at his face when he takes his helmet off, you can still see some of the baby fat. You can still tell that this kid's like 17, 18 years old. He has, you know, a couple ways, a couple years to go before he's physically all the way built out. So super excited about, you know, um, the physique that he has because, you know, playing in the SEC and obviously, you know, Martin does a great job of, you know, revamping the offensive line. But, you know, you got to take care. There's going to be times, you know, where your body's vulnerable, whether you're in a throwing motion, whether, you know, you hit the back. And, you know, the fact that he's already solidly built really helps him, you know, if he ever does have to translate early, whether this year, you know, whether it's next year, he at least has the body size, you know, to withstand 10, 15 hits. Um, and that's something that's really good, especially for a freshman. Oh, I, I like to hear that a lot. Uh, and when we come back with Malik Rozier, uh, I want to get his take on Jakari Brown, because uh, Jakari, for reasons I don't fully understand, it's become a little bit polarizing among the fan base. I see him out there making tremendous progress. We'll talk about Tyler and, I also want Malik Rozier's impressions on the new coaches at Miami because he had some time and access to spend with these guys that uh, most of us did not get over the weekend. So you want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Guys, now is the time to be involved with FanDuel. We're past the midway point of the NBA season. We're getting closer to the playoffs, college basketball, conference tournaments. The big dance is coming up. This is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. You have nothing to lose with your first bet. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained. So our Hurricanes take on Duke in the ACC tournament semifinals tonight. Duke are two and a half point favorites. The disrespect continues. I think Miami's going to win and cover. So you want to look at that Duke minus two and a half tonight. Miami plus two and a half. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So do not miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Here on Locked On Canes, Alex Dono alongside Malik Rozier, former Miami Hurricanes quarterback. So uh, Malik, uh, in the practices I, I've seen so far, we're three in. 
I'm liking the progress that I'm seeing from Jakari Brown just as a passer. Now, it's obviously, you know, pads just came on yesterday. I don't get to watch 11 on 11 work, so there's only so much I can see. But he looks more accurate and comfortable hitting targets. We already know Jakari is a tremendous athlete and an absolute weapon when he runs the football. And a lot of fans out there, Malik, just don't believe this guy's going to ever put it together. Like, they don't believe he's ever going to be a real quarterback uh, I, I believe he can polish up the passing aspect of his game. How do you feel about Jakari Brown's progress? I really, really like Jakari. Um, you know, I, I would say out of every quarterback in that room, he by far has the highest ceiling when it comes to abilities from size, speed, um, throwing distance, um, you know, being able to make people miss. Like, Jakari might be the most athletic guy on our team, period. Um, the biggest thing, you know, and that's one thing I've always told him is that, you know, don't allow your athletic ability to be the only thing that you rely on. You know, make that be plan C. Plan A is, you know, your arm. Plan B is your is your mental side of the game, like how you move guys, you know, the way that you conduct your offense. And then your last thing is what you're best at is, you know, being athletic, extending plays, making runs, making guys miss. Um, I think he can do it. You know, I think that um, whether it's, you know, someone on staff that, you know, knows a lot about fundamentals or whether it's, you know, him finding um, a private coach in South Florida that, you know, can train him more consistently. Um, to me, he needs someone that can um, really take the time to teach him because it's not a he doesn't want to learn. It's not that he's not coachable. The, the, the guy loves football. He loves to learn. You know, if you can teach him something that's going to help him, he's going to eat it up. Um, I just think it's about him, you know, finding the time in his schedule, which is very hard. Um, to dedicate time, you know, to take that extra 30, 40, an hour to find himself a coach or, you know, find someone that can really, really help him with fundamentals and, you know, how to throw properly. And it's not really how to throw properly because he does, but it's there's a couple of things that I would say he does wrong that, is, that are very, very simple that if he can fix um, will night and day change his, you know, throwing accuracy. Some of, some of the tips, I'll be honest with you guys, when I was out there on Saturday, I texted him two or three things I thought he can work on, something very simple that, you know, won't really affect him. Um, during the spring but you know for me for him this summer he really has you know dialed in on fundamentals 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 because um, you know when people play him they're not going to let him beat him with his legs you know obviously we saw that's what Clemson did they they really forced him to throw and they took away his legs and so that to me was like that's your biggest learning curve is that a good team is going to take away your strongest suit which is running so now you got to make passing the best thing that you do you know it's something that Lamar Jackson had to overcome you know what I mean his thing dynamic but you know when you play a really good team can you sit there and go you know 25 for 30 for 280 yards and maybe 60 70 yards rushing because there's teams that's going to try to hold you to that um and that's my biggest thing to him is that don't rely on your legs let that be plan c because we know that's there you know let's work on the other stuff that you know that makes you a complete quarterback but you know i think with the offense that you know coach dawson has you know getting the ball out quick being super accurate um, I definitely think it fits him. You know, if you go back and watch a lot of the older quarterbacks that Coach Dawson had, um, he integrated them into a lot of the run game. Um, so I think that this offense can fit him very, very well. Um, my biggest thing to him is, you know, when you play, if we ever do play like Alabama or Georgia, when we play Clemson or Texas A&M, you know, they're going to have linebackers and defensive ends that run just as fast as you. You know I mean? We saw Nolan Smith run a 4-3-9. So if you think that there's not ends and linebackers that are going to catch you, you're severely wrong. And that's my biggest thing to him is, yes, there'll be certain teams that you're just going to be that much more athletic then, but there's also going to be certain teams that have a whole bunch of use on that defense that can run, that are big, that are strong, that are fast. And so, you know, teaching him that, you know, sometimes you just got to stay in the pocket and beat people just as a pocket passer. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you don't run, yeah. 
people from the pocket, that should be a great day for you because we know what you can do with your legs. Um, so I think that, you know, the ceiling is, is the highest for him, but it's really going to be about him, you know, being able to say, hey, like, I got to be able to beat people as a pocket passer and then allow my legs, you know, extend plays, you know, be creative with, with, with my legs and things like that. Now, for this season, uh, it's pretty safe to assume as long as Tyler Van Dyke is healthy, he's going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, but would you like to see there uh, be some Jakari packages? Because last year, Malik, there there were situations, uh, usually short yardage, third down, where they would bring Jakari Brown on the field, even though he wasn't the starting quarterback. Would you like to see something like that again this year? Um, Yeah, I would say that to me, I think there definitely are situations to where you do that. But also, at the end of the day, I think that, you know, if you have a good enough offense and you believe in your quarterback, there really shouldn't be a point to pull him. Um, yeah. But I but I will say, you know, like if you're playing a team that, I mean, I don't know, like Texas A&M, you know, and it's a fourth and one and you're trying to power it in there with Jakari, like I, I, don't, I don't think there's an issue. But I definitely think in the red zone, um, that's an area that, you know, you, you don't want to take your starter out because the more reps you get in the red zone, the better. Um, red zone, you know, all the windows tighten, the throws get faster, um, different things like that. And, and I think that's something that, you know, Tyler definitely needs to work on. So the more reps that he gets in the red zone, to me, are, are, are going to be crucial. You know, you got to you got to find a guy that not only can get you to the red zone, but a guy that can score in the red zone. You know, what I mean, especially if, if Tyler wants to be, you know, a first rounder or, or go to the NFL, it can't be all oh, he gets down to the red zone. And then, you know, they bring Jakari in to come in and score. Um, to me, I think that's just a, a, a very bad dynamic for for a starting quarterback that wants to, you know, go to the next level or completely control this team. Um, and I, and obviously, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting Jakari in the game. I just think that you have a, a good enough quarterback with Tyler that unless Tyler is severely struggling or unless our run game is just severely struggling, which I don't see, um, that's the only way, like, I would see them having to put Jakari in where it's like, hey, man, our run game is struggling. You know, we need that extra basically blocker with the running back so that now we can – you know, have basically 10 on 10. Um, so that to me would be the only reason. But, you know, I definitely hope he gets reps. I think there will be some situations on like fourth and one and maybe even like, you know, fourth and inches in like the red zone um, where they bring him in because he is more physical. He he, he has more speed. Um, but I hope it's just not like a consistent thing where like every game he's coming in because then that kind of shows you that like at least from a finishing standpoint, either they don't trust the running back and offensive line that they have to take, you know, Tyler out to have an extra runner or they don't trust Tyler to finish, so now they have to bring Jakari in to kind of finish the drive off. So that, to me, would be like a, a small mental game that I think for like a lot of people don't think about that, at least as a quarterback. It's like, well, why do I consistently you know, get pulled in like crunch situations, whether it is fourth and one, third and one, or whether it's you know red zone. To me, those are the situations as a quarterback that you really want to be in because you know those are situations where if you don't get it, the other team either has the ball or you don't score points, and those, to me, are the two most crucial like aspects of the game. Um, and so, you know, I hope that he gets some playing time, but also think that, you know, if you have a good enough quarterback and you believe in Tyler, there should be very minimal situations to where you pull him out. That makes a lot of sense. And a little bit more on Tyler. Um, you know, for me, the big thing I was looking for when I went out there Saturday was, you know, is he fully healthy coming off the shoulder last year? He looks completely healthy. We got a chance to speak to him Saturday after practice. He's he says he's completely healthy, which is awesome uh, because I can't wait to see what kind of a bounce back year Tyler can have. Right. Because, you know, there are a lot of factors last year, including the offensive line struggling and, you know, the new the new offense, which I just didn't think suit him. Do you think that this Shannon Dawson offense suits him? And when you saw Tyler out there on Saturday, how did he look to you? 
I 100% think this offense fits him. Um, I'll say that this offense is very similar to Lashley's, but very different. So the difference was was Lashley's key concepts were a lot of vertical game. And, yes, because Dawson went though vertical. But, like, pure air raid, they're about creating space, getting guys, you know, catches in open field. Um, you know, you're probably going to see a lot of slants. You're probably going to see a lot of swing passes. You're probably going to see a lot of short to intermediate balls, which would be, you know, somewhat different than what he did with Lashley. But the difference is it's going to be high completions. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to see a lot of guys touch the ball. It's something that, you know, you saw last or two years ago with Tyler and Lashley was at, not only do they stretch the field vertically, but you saw like six, seven guys, you know, having catches. So you'll see something similar, but I don't know if it'll be as deep of a vertical threat. Um, you know, obviously when you have guys like Rambo and Mike Carley, it helps, you know, obviously this year we have, you know, Kobe Young, we have Xavier Rochepo. So I'm very interested to see, you know, how he, how he utilizes them. Um, but when you guys go back and watch him at West Virginia with Tavon Austin, it was a ton of drags. It was a ton of meshing. Yeah. It was like crossing, you know what I mean? It was short intermediate passes to get these guys, you know, in space with the ball in their hands where it wasn't a hard throw on the quarterback where, you know, it's my athletes versus yours. Um, and so I really like that. I think Tyler is, is I think he really fits that system. Um, you know, the biggest thing is, isn't in these type of offenses really isn't arm strength, which is what, you know, we saw a lot of with Lashley was, you know, deep balls, deep posts, deep goes, a lot of stretching the field vertically. This offense is going to be more about, you know, um, what is it? It's not, it's not ball security, really ball accuracy. So my bad, ball placement. That's what it ball is. Placement, yeah. Ball placement. So is it on his up to the shoulder? Is it on his back to the shoulder? You know what I mean? It's going to be a lot of, you know, tight turnings on like hitches, stops, slants. Um, and for me, I think if you're a really good quarterback, you really like that because as long as I can be accurate, I can be very successful in this offense. I don't have, you know, throw consistently 50, 60 yard posts. If I can hit slants, stops, you know, short ends, um, little seam routes behind the linebacker's head, you'll be very successful in this offense. So, um, I'm, I'm super excited for him. I think it's the offense that he wants. And I think he has a really, really good OC. Um, you know, I was able to meet him a little bit and the guy seems super humble. He seems super honest. And, you know, when you're a quarterback that, you know, really didn't trust your offense last year, you know, having someone that you feel like uh, doesn't have an ego and is just someone that wants to help you, I think that's really going to help Tyler mentally be able to trust, you know, Coach Dawson, the play calling and everything like that. Well, I want to pick uh, Malik's brain a little bit more when we come back about the coaches. Uh, he had a chance to meet them out there on Saturday. We're joined by former Miami Hurricanes starting quarterback Malik Rozier. Keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. Guys. I hope if you're looking for a delicious treat that you you're checking out these built bars. They're so good. You don't want all the fat and calories. You got to try a built bar. Got through the holidays this year. We've all been trying to eat a little healthier. If you're like me, you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste. You've got to try a built bar with built healthy is actually tasty. Seriously. They're so tasty. You're not going to think that they're good for you, but they are perfect for that new year's resolution. What makes built bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, brownie batter. I'm, I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. Only 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built bars at Built.com, which you can still do with our promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off. But now you can also get them at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. That's right. If you're close to a Walmart or Sam's Club, run in, grab a 13-bar box with hit flavors like brownie batter and churro, and you can thank me later because I love me some Built Bars. 
Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. Make sure for your second listen, you check out Locked On College Basketball with Andy Patton and Isaac Shade. Uh, they take you through the college basketball landscape in 30 minutes or less, and so much going on. You know, we've been following the ACC tournament. Hurricanes are going to take on Duke tonight. Uh, Hurricanes lost a close one to Duke in the first matchup this year. They pounded them. Complete performance in the second matchup. So Duke is going to try to get revenge. Blue Devils are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Let's hope the Canes can get it done. Uh, Malik Rozier is with us, former Miami Hurricanes starting quarterback. So, um, Malik, you know, you talked a little bit about Shannon Dawson, uh, how how humble he is, which is great to hear. Um, you also got to spend some time with Kevin Beard and a few others. What were your impressions on these new coaches, these new new hires that Cristobal made? Yeah, so with Coach Dawson, um, someone that is is super humble, um, you know, something that I talked to some of my friends about was that, you know, I think that with it, it's very, very bad to say. I don't want to say bad to say, but it, it's very realistic. Uh, a lot of coaches, when they come from big universities, they really don't care because they understand that if I lose this job, I'm going to get hired somewhere else. You know, you saw – you saw yeah. what's his name? Um, yeah. Fire, how he's the OC quarterbacks coach at Maryland. Like, yeah, they have some struggles, but they understand that, like, I've been in D1 for a while. I got a lot of connections. I'll be fine. With Dawson, you know, he's coming from a smaller school coming up. So he's someone that's like, hey, like, if I fail here, I got to go back. Not that I'm staying at the same level. So I think you have someone that's hungry. Obviously, he's smart as hell. Um, you know, he's humble. But I think he has someone that's super hungry, that's super eager to, you know, make his stamp, make his first, you know, big D1 stamp. Um, and so I think he's going to do it. And, and, you know, like I said, man, when you have a coach that's real, the guys really, really rally behind that. And it's one reason why, you know, I like KB as well. He's super real. He understands, you know, what it takes to be a great receiver. He understands what it takes to be a Miami Hurricane. And he's going to make these guys work. You know, after Saturday's practice, you know, the guys are like, oh, I got treatment. Oh, I got this and that. And KB was like, well, can we push it back 15 minutes? Can we get 15 minutes more of work? You know what I mean? Can you guys be, you know, I know you, got, you don't want to be the last one in the training room, but if you're a little later because you were training and the last one out, that's fine to do. And so that's what KB is really going to help them with, you know, understanding the, the small details and, you know, to work hard, at least from the receiver room that, you know, everyone has a two hour practice. You know, our practice needs to be in two and a half hours and, you know, get that extra 15, 20, 30 minutes of extra reps. Oh, I, I love that. Well, listen, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time, Malik. I want everyone, you follow Malik on Twitter at Malik Rozier 12. Make sure you check out everything he's doing with the Miami Millionaires Club, Miami Mills Club. Uh, anything new with the, the Mills Club you want people to know about, Malik? Yes. So um, we actually got a unofficial partnership with the university. So um, awesome. And April 4th, we're going to go in and teach all student athletes um, two different topics, at least for now. So the first topic will be public relations, which, you know, the students, athletes pick themselves. The next topic will be real estate. Obviously, you guys know these guys, these kids have NIL money. So my biggest thing is don't let it sit in your bank account. Find something to invest in, whether it's a mutual fund, stocks, crypto, whatever you kind of kind of kind of see. But, you know, find something that's going to set you up. So while you're working on the field, your money's working for you as well. So super excited about the opportunity that we have coming up soon. That's really awesome. And yeah, Malik is doing great stuff, helping helping these student athletes kind of get ready for life after football, which is great. Malik, thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend coming up and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, you too. Awesome job by Malik Rozier. Guys, we'll talk to you again on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.